Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 246. O thou who spreadest the heaven like a tent, he who depends on thee ne'er is forspent. Still for his might on thee he ever counteth. On wings of eagles he unwearied mounteth. Have ye not heard, have ye not known, the everlasting God, creator is of heaven and earth, and he alone is Lord. Hymn number 246. The scriptural will be given by Betty from California. The Bible, Psalms. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me, for thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name, a father of the fatherless, and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. He setteth the solitary in families, he bringeth out those which are bound with chains. Malachi, have we not all one Father? Have not one God created us? Ephesians. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and of the household of God, 
and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 123. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he hath said? To you who to God for your refuge have fled, to you who to God for your refuge have fled. Hymn number 123.
welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it or if you'd like to hear it again, we, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you will also be able to find it on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning. And that Sunday school has its own teleconference number. And many of our Sunday school students attend via teleconference. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us and we'll give you the number and would love to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 p.m. where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives benefited and saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. So you can bring the whole family. We have quite a number of websites, many in languages other than English, to spread the word, the truth of Christian science throughout the world so that many people around the world can read, study, listen to God's word in their own language. And we provide that all free of charge on all of our websites. You can read, study, download, print, listen to everything that's there. And it's all inspired and healing, free of charge. One of the uh, articles that we're featuring on our English website, I'd like to point out this morning, by Bicknell Young, in an article entitled, Ideas from Infinite Mind. In case you ever wondered where good ideas come from, <laughs> this is a great article. Short, but very good. And uh, the questions, study questions for our next Bible study are on our website. The uh, next Bible study is not until Saturday, December 17th, but it will come soon. So mark your calendars and be ready to join us for a lively session Saturday, December 17 at 10 a.m. And if you haven't ordered your page-a-day desk calendar for 2023 yet, we still have some available for sale. So uh, they make great gifts, and uh, they're great to put on your desk or your wherever to remind you each day of what the good that God has for you. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Debbie from Illinois. Page 423. I do wish to add my testimony of being healed by reading Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. I had been an invalid for over 20 years, and had given up all hope of ever being well again. I had read the book about six weeks when it seemed I was made all over new and I could quote, run and not be weary and walk and not faint, unquote. I did not understand it, but it was the savior of death unto life with me. I have remained well ever since I was healed more than five years ago. 
I commenced to treat others as soon I was, as soon as I was born anew into the kingdom of truth. My patients were healed right along before I ever had taken lessons in a class, and they have remained well to this day. Christian science has made me as young as a girl of 16. If this should meet the eye of any sufferers who may be led to go and do as I did, they will be healed. N-A-E. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 22 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God, the only cause and creator. The golden text is from Isaiah. Behold my servant whom I uphold, mine elect in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. The responsive reading is from Isaiah. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth and the isles shall wait for his law. Thus saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it. He that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thine hand, and will keep thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. For the Lord of hosts hath purposed, and who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? Bruce will now read. I will read from the Bible. Isaiah. Now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. 
for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Surely, as I have thought, so shall it come to pass, and as I have purposed, so shall it stand. Luke There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when they went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. And after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived. And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, 
Thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God Nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days, and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things and holy is his name. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. When man is governed by God, the ever-present mind who understands all things, man knows that with God all things are possible. Jesus was the son of a virgin. Mary's conception of him was spiritual, for only purity could reflect truth and love, which were plainly incarnate in the good and pure Christ Jesus. Those instructed in Christian science have reached the glorious perception that God is the only author of man. The Virgin Mother conceived this idea of God and gave to her ideal the name of Jesus, that is, Joshua, or Savior. The illumination of Mary's spiritual sense put to silence material law and its order of generation, and brought forth her child by the revelation of truth, demonstrating God as the Father of men. The Holy Ghost, or Divine Spirit, 
overshadowed the pure sense of the Virgin Mother with the full recognition that being is spirit. The Christ dwelt forever an idea in the bosom of God. The divine principle of the man Jesus and woman perceived this spiritual idea, though at first faintly developed. Man as the offspring of God, as the idea of spirit, is the immortal evidence that spirit is harmonious and man eternal. Jesus was the offspring of Mary's self-conscious communion with God. Jesus acknowledged no ties of the flesh. He said, Call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Again he asked, Who is my mother and who are my brethren? Implying that it is they who do the will of his father. We have no record of his calling any man by the name of Father. He recognized Spirit, God, as the only Creator, and therefore as the Father of all. In science, man is the offspring of Spirit. The beautiful, good, and pure constitute his ancestry. His origin is not like that of mortals in brute instinct, nor does he pass through material conditions prior to reaching intelligence. Spirit is his primitive and ultimate source of being. God is his father, and life is the law of his being. Spirit, God, gathers unformed thoughts into their proper channels and unfolds these thoughts, even as he opens the petals of a holy purpose in order that the purpose may appear. Spirit duly feeds and clothes every object as it appears in the line of spiritual creation, thus tenderly expressing the fatherhood and motherhood of God. The universe of spirit reflects the creative power of the divine principle, or life, which reproduces the multitudinous forms of mind and governs the multiplication of the compound idea, man. The tree and herb do not yield fruit because of any propagating power of their own, but because they reflect the mind which includes all. A material world implies a mortal mind and man a creator. The scientific divine creation declares immortal mind and the universe created by God. Infinite mind creates and governs all from the mental molecule to infinity. This divine principle of all expresses science and art throughout his creation and the immortality of man and the universe. Creation is ever appearing and must ever continue to appear from the nature of its inexhaustible source. Mortal sense inverts this appearing and calls ideas material. Thus misinterpreted, the divine idea seems to fall to the level of a human or material belief called mortal man. But the seed is in itself only as the divine mind is all and reproduces all, as mind is the multiplier and mind's infinite idea Man in the universe is the product. The only intelligence or substance of a thought, a seed, or a flower is God, the creator of it. Mind is the soul of all. Mind is life, truth, and love, which governs all. 
Mortals are egotists. They believe themselves to be independent workers, personal authors, and even privileged originators of something which deity would not or could not create. The creations of mortal mind are material. Immortal spiritual man alone represents the truth of creation. When mortal man blends his thoughts of existence with the spiritual and works only as God works, he will no longer grope in the dark and cling to earth because he has not tasted heaven. Carnal beliefs defraud us. They make man an involuntary hypocrite, producing evil when he would create good, forming deformity when he would outline grace and beauty, injuring those whom he would bless. There can be but one creator who has created all. God fashions all things after his own likeness. Life is reflected in existence, truth in truthfulness, God in goodness, which impart their own peace and permanence. Love, redolent with unselfishness, bathes all in beauty and light. The grass beneath our feet silently exclaims, The meek shall inherit the earth. The modest Arbutus sends her sweet breath to heaven. The great rock gives shadow and shelter. The sunlight glints from the church dome, glances into the prison cell, glides into the sick chamber, brightens the flower, beautifies the landscape, blesses the earth. Man made in his likeness possesses and reflects God's dominion over all the earth. Man and woman as coexistent and eternal with God forever reflect in glorified quality the infinite Father-Mother God. Divine love blesses its own ideas and causes them to multiply, to manifest his power. Christian science presents unfoldment, not accretion. It manifests no material growth from molecule to mind, but an impartation of the divine mind to man and the universe. Proportionately, as human generation ceases, the unbroken links of eternal harmonious being will be spiritually discerned, and man, not of the earth earthly, but coexistent with God, will appear. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 25. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Blessed Christmas morn, though murky clouds pursue thy way, thy light was born where storm enshrouds, nor dawn nor day. Hymn number 25.
Let's now sing hymn number 153. In thee, my God and Savior, forevermore the same, my spirit hath rejoicing, for holy is thy name. My soul doth magnify the Lord, sing all in glad accord. Praise him who lifts the lowly, for faithful is his word. I magnify and bless thee, for faithful is thy word. Hymn number 153. From the Christian Science textbook, the Scientific Statement of Being, and the Correlative Passages from 1 John 3rd Chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal era. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him, 
purifieth himself, even as he is pure. And whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and to the Father by him. Amen.